With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the host, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonalls, or Success Publishing International. Worried about retirement? Want to travel the world or just be around to watch your kids grow up but you can't because you're drowning in debt? Now you can! With Heather Wagonhalls and the Keys to Riches powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Heather will show you how to stop chasing your wallet, eliminate debt, lose financial stress, and live the life of your dreams. If you truly ever wanted to have more, do more, be and give back more, now's your chance. Listen weekly to hear what others are doing to manage their money better with these proven strategies for building wealth with the Keys to Riches financial philosophy. Now, here's your host, Heather Wagonhalls. Gotta have that motivation. The Keys to Riches, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio, is sponsored in part by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at heathersfreeaudiobook.com and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Welcome, everyone. Thanks for stopping by. We're so glad to have you. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, flanked by the maestro of moolah, Michael Terry. Hey, folks. I'm pushing buttons here. There we go. Make it happen. There we go. That's better. <laughs> Yay! And we will help you get your money mind right on today's show with the Keys to Riches financial philosophy, shall we? We shall. Outstanding. So uh, today's key is? Uh, knowledge is powerful, not, no. Knowledge, Close. Knowledge, oh shoot. Knowledge <laughs> is power, not knowing is powerful. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Yay. And I didn't have to get my cheat sheet out. She would have fries. Hey, I've got a Dove chocolate for you. <laughs> Wait a minute, they're yours. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> right. they're really yours. We buy them for you. There you go. Uh, yeah, thanks. My mouth says yes. My ass says no. <laughs> Specifically, my summer body is saying no. Or like if I ever get there before summer gets here. We'll see how the workouts go. Uh, yeah, so today's key is uh, knowledge is power, not knowing is powerful. So we're going to discuss the actual financial philosophy, or I should say the strategy we take to accomplish the financial independence that we are so desperately seeking mm -hmm. and using the financial philosophy of the keys in its entirety. But the actual financial plan is our 3-5 financial plan. And you're going to learn about that on today's episode, what 3-5 means and like what you need to be doing with the three and the five. Okay. So that'll be fabulous. Uh, good moolah word of the day. Ever played the Monopoly game? I have. Okay, so we're going to have a, while, a form of Monopoly on our moolah word. And uh, so our money drama. So I want to take and talk about um, on our money drama more along the lines of our um, money-ism. And the money-ism is ignorance is bliss. Okay, I know all about that. Right. Because is it really? 
Well, it's a it's a false sense of bliss. There you go. Okay, well, see. Yeah, yeah all yeah. right. See, you, you've graduated. Yeah, I did graduate. <laughs> you've graduated from the Keys to Riches financial <laughs> philosophy. I'm impressed. I was nervous up front when you didn't get the key right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dear goodness. We're going to have to go another year at this before he figures it out. Yay! No, I get it. I just, I, I forget sometimes where the that's where the, okay where the keys lay in the 12 as long as you remember where the keys on the computer work i'm okay if you yeah. drop a yeah. keys to riches here and there so yeah so that we're going to talk about specifically the money as um, ignorance is bliss and how that plays into the larger part of why this key is so important because knowledge is power but not knowing is powerful so we're going to turn that little moneyism kind of upside down but a lot of people you know that's what keeps them in key one because yeah. they still have that warm, fluffy blanket of yeah. denial wrapped around them. Yeah, you bet. And they haven't accepted that they have financial challenges. So uh, so that'll be this week's show. So I'm pretty excited about that. So uh, how about moolah word of the day, shall we? A type of monopoly. Mm-hmm. And many people don't realize this. Uh, so it's kind of a nifty deal here. So have you ever heard of the term a franchised monopoly no but i can imagine what it might be so we think of terms as um uh so so if we separate the words out a monopoly is one player in in a particular marketplace right Mm -hmm. and so we think of those as generally not legal unless it's the government like doing something um and so so if you add franchise monopolies sounds like well okay so it must be permitted right if it's a franchise mm, monopoly. Yeah. So that's exactly what it is. It's a government-granted monopoly. The most important reason for the government granting a monopoly in in this case is of a product or service being a natural monopoly is unable to sustain more than one producer. This is usually the case when very large economies of scale is needed to make production efficient so that the marginal cost of producing each additional unit is very low. So it could be um, uh, like a huge level of production, a, a level of investment to begin uh, a process um, uh, of production or a level of service that somebody needs to provide. So so the, so the initial investment is just astronomical. Mm-hmm. So um, it's probably not likely that there's going to be a lot of competition in the marketplace. Anyway, just because of that huge investment to get started, the would startup you, cost. Would you say that you know a hu- utility company would fall into this category? Like, I have a better example. Okay. So I have a better example, and so we're almost there. Gotcha. Uh, so it could be that the entire market demand would be fulfilled by a single efficient producer, making it unfeasible to have a second producer in the marketplace. Okay, so our natural instinct would be to tend to go to commodities mm-hmm. and that sort of stuff. So like electric or coal or some sort of something. But I'm going to give you an idea of a better or uh, a more reachable monopoly for us as individuals. So a government may decide to simply give a producer a monopoly so that the producer is convinced of the fact that there is adequate market to achieve efficient scale. So what that means is that the government will endorse someone for a particular monopoly in a in a marketplace um, to give that particular producer the incentive to go forward to know that they will eventually get their money back. 
The government may also choose to grant monopolies in special conditions, uh, such as that they want to encourage specific kinds of innovations. And so here's the biggest and best explanation for a franchised monopoly. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Patents. Think about it. When you get a product or a process patented, that gives you the exclusive right to do that. So nobody else can go and do the same thing that you do and compete against you. And likely, you know, like think of, you know, the car, for example. Okay. You know, I mean, how much money does it, does it cost to build a car? You already have to be rich to start a car company today, right? Sure. Absolutely. You know, so if, you know, um, so there's a tremendous risk and the reward may not be so obvious or tenable. So if we think about this um, and and you make a new and different car um, and it's going to cost you a lot. Yeah, there are other cars, but you're the one that came up with the way to build your car differently. So they give you that patent so you can then move forward and make your car and know that you're going to have a marketplace that you don't have to compete against other people making the same stuff because it's so astronomical to get started. So would Tesla be one of those things? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Tesla would be a franchise monopoly. monopoly. But but there are other electric cars out there now, um, fully electric cars. But yeah, Tesla is kind of like, you know, the way that they created their engine, they're the only ones that can make it. So that allows them with that huge infrastructure upstart cost, allows them to recoup their investment and be able to compete. Now, over time, would somebody be able to, you know... Yeah, patents have to be renewed, and right, then they expire say, and all of that they stuff. Expire, so then somebody can pick it up and do somebody it. could, yeah, knock them off and stuff. But at that point, that should be enough lead time that that person's established themselves in the marketplace. How about drugs? Like, you know, when Pfizer comes up with a new drug, is that a is that a patent monopoly or a yeah, fran- it's, it's a patent, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so nobody can make that drug for ten years, right? Kind of thing. So yeah, Same, when they get there, similar example. Right, right. So it, it and and it's important that we solve health issues. You know, so that's their incentive. Right. That all the money they spend up front in research, they're going to get back. They're going to have the, or I should say, they're going to have the opportunity to get back because they'll have that marketplace locked up. So and they make it back, all right. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully they do. Um. So, yeah, so that's that's our move lower. Cool. That's neat. Yeah, so franchise monopoly. I thought that was kind of interesting. You know, so I don't know where that fits, like, in my grand scheme of things with free markets. I'm like, well, how, how does that work? Yeah. Like, I don't know where I fall in the category of that. I would, I would enjoy government protection in that sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. but that's outside of the scope of a limited government in a little bit, you know, because it's interfering with the markets. But. Yeah. What do I know? Yeah. I'm just trying to figure this out like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. So how about let's talk about some keys to riches, shall we? Let's do it. Okay. So for those of you who are joining us for the first time, thank you so much for stopping by. Welcome to the Keys to Riches. The Keys to Riches is a financial philosophy that teaches you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money. It also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, all while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do this one key at a time, one week at a time here at 
the Keys to Riches Radio, powered by Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And this is a really great key because this lays out the other keys. There are some specific keys that give us direction. There are some keys that explain or help us support our success with other keys. And then there are keys that just are the map. Okay. And so if we were to talk about the map, and what we need to know about money, because part of why we stay in denial and we never even get past key one, which is acceptance and affirmation, is that we're afraid of the unknown. But that actually is where we're going to you know, turn our moneyism for today upside down with our ignorance is bliss. But identifying what we do know about money and weighing that against what we should know about money, this is why this key exists, to tell you what you should know about money, then gives you the power to decide how to manage your money going forward. Because when you know what is expected of you, in the sense that what is expected of people who are financially free, they do these things, they address these areas, then... You can choose, do I want to become an expert in that area? Do I want to research this or do I want to just learn enough about this particular area so I can delegate it to a professional and just be able to check up on them? So that's what this key does, because this key helps facilitate your success by understanding what you should know and helps you take a mental inventory of what you do know. So that's where knowledge is power. What you do know is important. But more importantly, is identifying what you don't know, because that's where the power is, is in the unknown. And that's where our biggest fears lay. If we were to address our fears, which we will do in Hope for the Best, Plan for the Worst, is our biggest fear that hangs us up, of all the fears that there are specifically, there are, there are just two things that the brain knows in its subconscious layer, and that's knowns and unknowns. So we fear the unknown. And so how do we get around that fear of the unknown? You have to dive in head first. Yes, and make the unknown known. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. And so, you know, it's just like eating elephant. We're very scared yeah. because it's so big. How are we going to swallow that? And you don't. One day at a time, baby. One bite at a time. So that's all we have to do. So that's what's so critical about identifying uh, our financial um uh, knowledge and finding out what it is that we should know. And so what we should know are the three questions and five areas of concern. You are listening to the keys to riches powered by unlock your wealth radio. This segment of today's show is sponsored in part by keepmyid.org, The only service that actually prevents identity theft. All others are just monitoring services. Put your credit on lockdown with their special offer for unlock your wealth radio listeners. Visit keys to riches.com forward slash keep my ID to enroll and protect your financial future right now. Remember to use promo code WAGS. So our biggest thing that we need to know in our financial planning is the three, five financial strategy here from the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. And it's a part of our keys to riches because it's what we do in our knowledge is power, not knowing is powerful. So when it comes to money management, in the grand scheme of things, people can say whatever they want. There's just a few things you need to know. Spend less and save more. That's the secret. Yeah. To building wealth, spend less and save more. Simple as that. It, 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 it is not any more simple than that. That's the basis. So we start with that. But 
But yeah, okay. Yeah, that's easier said than done. So there's three questions. In order to accomplish the spend less, save more, we have to identify things. Uh, And so there's three questions that we need to ask ourselves and five areas of concern that we must address in some fashion. Because if we don't, they'll address us. And it's better if we're proactive than reactive. That's what we learn in this biology-based money management. Being proactive versus reactive is the key. So... How do we do that? Well, let's start with, and that's, so that is the three, five financial strategy. Three questions, five areas of concern. Light it up, make it happen. So this is what the three questions are. The first question we started to ask ourselves already with our first key. So the three questions are, where am I? What's the next one? Uh, where am I going? And? What's the difference? Ding, 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 ding. You're graduating. You're like master's level now at this Keys to Riches. I'm so <laughs> impressed. <laughs> so there's three questions that we need to ask ourselves. Where am I? Where am I going? And what's the difference? Because not knowing one of these three makes it awfully difficult to spend less and save more. Because if we don't know what's coming in, if we don't know what's going out, how do we know if we've actually achieved spending less and saving more? Right. So that's how the three areas of, or the three questions address or facilitate the spend less, save more part of money management. The five areas of concern that we need to address is what every millionaire has addressed. Okay. So I've done research, uh, for the past, I don't know, since I was, you know, in, in my teens, because I knew I wanted to be rich. I'm like, well, what do rich people do? And, it always boils down to their ability to address these five areas of concern. So let's talk about what they are. So first is income and expenses. Okay. So this is part of our three questions. So we have to know what's coming in and we have to know what's going out. Bottom line, it's got to start there. The next question or the next area of concern is protections because we're not rich yet, potentially, depends on where you are, or rich enough, depending on where you are. Uh, you, you might be doing well, but still have room to evolve and do better. Maybe you're on the path already, but you're not 100% there yet. And that's where the protections layer of risk, or I'm sorry, area of concern comes into play. I'm already talking about the remember real estate key and <laughs> create credit as I'm thinking layers of risk. So, Five areas of concern. Get your head in this show, Heather. So uh, protections are very important because what insurance does, like a lot of people say insurance is a ripoff and like, or it's too expensive or whatever. And I'd rather have my widescreen TV and make payments on it than pay for health insurance. Right and avert a potential health catastrophe. So, because, you know, our priorities and, and it's, and that's how it is. So yeah. it's not unrealistic to um, to to think that wanting a TV is more important than insurance. <laughs> and because biologically, that's what we're driven toward. So it's okay that that's what you want. But making that happen is a whole other story because it's the antithesis of building wealth. So protections are important because insurance isn't about protecting loss like people think it is. It's about insuring for success. And when you buy insurance, okay, you're not spending money that's lost. And a lot of people think of it in those terms. You are investing to protect your millionaire status. Mm -hmm. Because if you were not rich, 
and incur a significant loss. Let's say you get into a car accident and heaven forbid you seriously injure or kill someone. There's going to be a lot of people knocking at your door for yeah. compensation. Yeah. Tons of people. And it would be nice if you were a millionaire because you'd be able to afford to pay all those people. But if you were only on your way to being a millionaire and not a millionaire yet, that could be a problem. And without insurance to cover that loss, it could maybe financially have repercussions for the rest of your life yeah. where you are buried in a debt that you will never see the light of day Absolutely. and can't get rid of Absolutely. if you get legal judgments against you for big chunks of money. Because those things, they survive bankruptcy. You can't bankruptcy those things away. So in the event of that scenario, insurance kind of comes in handy. So it's like, if you think about it, buying insurance is an investment in your future success because what it does is it allows you to rent the deep pockets of millionaire status without having to be a millionaire yet. And that's the perspective that most people don't take when it comes to insurance. They think of it as a ripoff, something they have to do, have to do until you need it, until, until, you, need it, until yeah. you make a claim. On the flip side of that, people buy unneeded insurance, like when you buy your stupid phone and for $3 a month, you can buy the insurance. Boy, and you always got the salesperson with the testimonial. Boy, that sure helped me when I dropped my phone in water. <laughs> You're like, yeah, Waste put your money. iPhone in a bag of rice for six days and you're fine. Yeah. So, uh, so, so that can be kind of, you know, an issue. So protections is the second area of concern we must address. Then we need to start thinking in terms of facilitating our wealth. So then we flip to asset accumulation. So that's the beginning. That's saving. All right. That's setting money aside. That's creating emergency fund. That's creating have fun funds. That's starting the process of a tiered savings plan, a triage type of thing for what you're going to need right now in the short term and the long term. So once we start accumulating enough assets that we can begin investing, we go from the asset accumulation area of concern to our asset multiplication area of concern. And this is how we make our money make money for us. So we turn all those dollars into little soldiers and send them off to battle to go win the war of creating financial freedom for ourselves. And so this can, you like my analogies? I like that a lot. <laughs> the money soldiers. I know. It's, it's our own <laughs> little army and we're fighting for financial freedom. What better thing to fight for, right? Yeah. You know, our own personal financial freedom. So I came up with that when I was talking with my brother one time or whatever about investing and he was in the army. So I tried to make the analogy relevant to him and it just kind of stuck. It's Did a good it work. One. Yeah. You oh got, yeah. You got through to your brother. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and, 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 you know, deployment has its benefits because all you have to, all you do is save your money because when you're deployed, they, you know, your paycheck goes in the bank. You're, it's not, you know, yeah. when you're in a third world country, can't spend it. <laughs> in a war zone, it's a little difficult to go part of your brains out every weekend. You know, when you're, in the, when you're having mortars yeah. thrown at you, so it's a little difficult to go uh, blow your cash. Um, I don't know that Amazon delivers in war zones either. So you probably not, not. not like you could be internet shopping crazy either. Uh, so yeah. So this is where we learn about investing and how we can accelerate our financial freedom by taking savings to the next level because savings requires our own effort. But how do we make, you know, money 
not actively? How do we make money passively? Well, that requires investment. So that's our asset multiplication category. And the final area of concern that we need to address is once we've made all that money, how do we preserve it? And so asset preservation is our final area of concern. And in this area of concern, this is where we learn learn a couple of different things. So this is about mitigating tax obligations, finding creative ways to really tune up the velocity of our money by tax-free or tax-deferred investments. Um, And how do we shelter our money from other people that may want to sue us and get it out of our hands? So this is all about wills and trusts and things like that. And then it's all about preserving our legacy. You know, um, do we want to have our kids have our money? Do we want to not spoil our kids and make them work for it and give our money away? Do we want to do some sort of combination of that? Do we have a business that we need to pay attention to um, that we might be a key man in? How do we handle, you know, spouses and children? And, you know, do we just sell out to the other partner? Like all of this stuff. Yeah. You know, legacy and tax planning goes into the asset and estate planning goes into the asset preservation category. And it's something we got to think about. Because we never know, like ideally we're going to live to a ripe old age, but we never know if we step off that curb wrong and a Mack truck snuffs us out. And people think that they're like, wow, that's like pretty dramatic the way you say that, but it's what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what happens. And and it's unfortunate when it happens. You know, I had a pregnant girlfriend step off the curb and a city bus hit her. She lost her baby. Wow. Yeah. Nice happens. It happens. Uh, so, yeah, kind of unfortunate. Um, so, I shouldn't say girlfriend. She was an acquaintance. But anyway, you know, so so crazy things happen. You just never know. So, it could have been her, you know, and then the baby survived. Then what's the husband going to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, you got to make these, these um, considerations. Uh, but the most important thing is you don't have to become an expert at all of these areas. Okay? So, when it comes to income and expenses, if you're not good at balancing a checkbook... Get an accountant and delegate it. Yeah. You know, you don't have to get a full CPA. Start with a bookkeeper because they're cheaper than yeah. CPAs. And that, especially if you're a small business person or an entrepreneur, that's something that you got to start thinking about because it's really critical that we address these things. And, uh, you know, so this plays into our money drama, if you will, by not addressing these things. You know, we tend to path of least resistance biologically we go towards pleasure and away from pain and the thought of dealing with something unknown is painful because we don't know that it's not painful but if it's anything like school or having to learn something we're gonna think it's painful right. so the 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 flip side of the coin is fortunately because you're listening to this show and you just went through the three questions of five areas of concern, once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. So at least now you're aware of what you need to know. Now it's up to you to choose what you do with that information. Ignorance is not bliss because what we ignore expands. Just think about that collection company that's been calling you for a while. And you just keep relegating their phone call to voicemail. You're like, oh, it's an 800 number. I know it's that collection company. I don't want to talk to them. But the sooner you address the situation and deal with it effectively, know your options. Go get educated maybe before you answer the call the next time. Learn a little bit about debt collection practices in your state. Arm yourself with information. Now, now you can create bliss. Ignorance is not bliss. Information is bliss because with information, we now have power because now we have choice that we didn't have by not knowing. Mm -hmm. 
And so ignorance really, I mean, it's a moneyism we all kind of grew up with. And people think, well, that's, what does that have to do with being with, with money? It has everything to do with being money because what you don't know can hurt you. That is yeah. how we fall for frauds and scams. For sure. I can't tell you how many Google alerts I get and how many people hit that submit a scam button on our moneycreditandyou.com website wow. to tell us about how they've been wronged or ripped off. And had they had just a smidge of information... They would have been, they could have potentially protected themselves from being defrauded. And that's a big setback. Every time somebody takes money from you forcibly without your control or consent is a setback. Because now, not only do you have to catch up in that area of concern of asset accumulation, you've lost the velocity of that money in the asset multiplication category. So it has a ripple effect. Like the stone in the pond, you know, it's not just the pond, the stone hitting that water. It's the ripples that break from that stone that just get amplified as it gets further out. So we, we really can't rely on the notion that ignorance is bliss. We really, really have to really think about how is this going to affect me and really educate ourselves. Again, you don't have to be an expert. Nobody says that you have to go apply for your series seven to start trading tomorrow, but take an online class, yeah. read some information, go to some good sources and your, your information quality is only as good as the source. Don't go to your uncle Joe that's had 50 failed investments and he's going to tell you what not to do or talk you out of something that could be potentially good for you. <laughs> So for this uh, 3-5 financial plan, please visit our website. And that's it for today's show. Visit thekeystoriches.com for our key statement, key affirmation, and key action item. And for in-depth interviews with money experts, strategies, and members-only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and happiness, do what other savvy listeners have. And visit our sister site at unlockyourwealthradio.com, where you go to get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow. Become an insider club member today and start receiving the benefits of millionaire wisdom right now for the keys to riches powered by unlock your wealth radio and the maestro of moolah michael terry i'm heather wagonalls now go out and unlock your wealth today unlockyourwealthradio.com is produced by heather wagonalls and the unlock your wealth foundation unlockyourwealthradio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2016 with all rights reserved For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.